Thank you for tuning in to Omni Wellness Studio, hosted by Keith Osment and Ali Rico. Through this podcast, we hope to bring you inspiration, knowledge, and strength through hearing about our experience and others that will help you win each day in life, business, and fitness. All right. We're back again. We are back. Yes. Hello. Happy Friday. It is Friday, isn't it? Even though these drop on Monday, we are recording this on a Friday and we were just sitting in here in the studio. You have done so much to this place. You don't never know what you're getting into when you come in here. We were just sitting here being all chit chatty and I was like, you should just hit record. We should just be (laughs) saying this stuff. Yeah. I love it. You have done so much. There's going to be so much great stuff that's coming out of this studio, not just content wise, but the visual of it all. We're going to be recording. I mean, the equipment that you have provided for this place mm-hmm. is just incredible. Yeah. So I was, I don't even know how we, your mind works. It's exhausting people. It's, it's what I tell people has it's wonderful has fueled pretty much the madness or the everything I have now in life is the, just the, it's creativity you know that's where the musician in me comes out that's the visionary very yeah. very good at creating so i may not be the best at like accounting you know or the best at like all the critical components that really keeps a healthy business going but i what i am good at is that creativity the vision vision stuff so and i've always said you are so good at taking action that's something i'm not so good at i'll have the idea and then it just kind of floats off into oblivion because I get so overwhelmed by all of the details. But you really and truly thrive on it. Yeah. So like, you know, I'll think about it and then I'm, I'm real good about just taking action. And I get to a point now where if I can't get traction, traction with it, then I'll I'll delegate it out, you know, yeah. hire it out, find somebody that is good at it. So mm-hmm. I've, I've seen value in that and i'm at a point now in life where i went through many different things where it's not it's, i'm not so scared about spending the money to to delegate right because you know that money's gonna just flow right back yeah into your experience because be, we have really worked on our money mindset that's a whole other can of worms um that we've both worked really hard on um money mindset just I didn't even know that was such a thing. And one of the books that I've read that's really helped me with my money mindset. Um, I know I'm kind of going off on a, on a different no, topic here, but um, it's called you are a badass at making money, I believe is what it's called. And it's Jen Sincero. And she, she's the one that really introduced me to what money mindset is, how we have a lot of us have grown up with a unhealthy money mindset and how we can breathe some good life into yeah. that. And ever since I have read her book, it's just something that, that I have really worked hard on. I think you might've touched on the book, but you, you've read other books and you've listened to other podcasts um, that address that very same thing. Yes. Yeah, so I, if I had two books to give somebody, you know, recommend them to read about financials, it would be, yes, that book, or just anything by her, really. Anything. You are a badass. You are a badass yeah. at making money. And then you are a badass at habits. The, habits. the Habits book. Oh, my gosh. The Habits book. That one That one was one that I read back, 
gosh, I would say it was really when the rubber hit the road with my nutrition plan because I was tired of messing around. You know, I had been with my nutrition coach for several months and I realized that I wasn't, I knew that I could just do so much better. And I was like, it's the habits, it's the habits. I'm like, it's now or never. And I ended up getting that book and that book helped me so much get that rubber to hit the road and really take off. And then Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I remember when you read that one. Yeah, that's those heard those two. Yeah, I mean, it just shows a perfect. He he grew up with two different dads, you know. The dad, his real dad, was like play it safe, you know, work the nine to five, the four hundred one k, you know, just save, save, save. Go to and college, then, get your degree. Yeah, just you know, just the, just the normal, the thing, secure, secure thing. And then, you know, his stepdad was the business owner, the risk taker. And he kind of learned some skills from both, and he was able to kind of combine what he learned from both those people. And now he's a multimillionaire. So, yeah, I think that book right there, um, I've heard just over and over and over again through the years. So, I think those are two really good ones. Yes. Well, what are we talking about today? So, um, just it's a it's a topic that you know we all uh, struggle with at times, and that's something I, I see that comes up a lot in the people that I work with throughout the, the year. And, you know, if, you, if, you, if you're not careful, it can totally derail you. Um, in but situations it doesn't have or to. Or keep, keep you from you know, getting traction or seeing progress. And that's just the restaurants and the, the, the weekend social life and then summer vacations and traveling. Yeah. Like how, do you, how, do you, how are you supposed to um, manage all that but still stay on somewhat of a – of a plan without totally just backsliding. Yeah. And I can't believe that we're already almost to the end of May. We've got Memorial day coming up. There's going to be 4th of July. There's people that are already going on vacations. We know that there's some sort of social event. It seems like just about every weekend, just last weekend we had mother's day. Um, It seems like there's something all the time that's coming up that throws people off and you have to decide let's just say this I had to decide because I went through all of this myself I had to decide are my goals and the habits that I'm wanting to create for myself are they more important than the social event that I'm trying to attend yeah yeah like yeah because you're you know we're not saying live in a box no, never you just have to know but, that these things are always yeah, going to be so like, there. There's, there's, because seriously, let's just break this down. Okay. We've got Memorial Day. Then you've got probably a vacation coming up. You've got Father's Day. Then there's 4th of July. Then the kids go back to school. Then you've got Labor Day. Then no. Halloween candy starts coming out shortly after that. Oh my gosh. Then Thanksgiving, Christmas. New Year's, then don't even get me started on Valentine's Day, and then, then throw got in spring break and Easter. Then throw in all the weddings and the little Johnny's birthday party. That's just it. Uh, Is that your friend's anniversary? I'm just touching on the holidays. I know. And then so you've it's... got all the other stuff sprinkled in there. You have to decide what is more important to you. I had to decide that. You had to decide that. And that's what we're here to talk about today: is how can you sidestep all of these social events, what can you do? What have we learned along the way that can help you stay on track? Yeah. Is, is derailing on your diet worth 
um, it, you know, is the, the, your friend's wedding is your, your best friend's wedding. Yes. You may decide in your mind that is worth kind of, kind of splurging, but is, is picking out on Valentine's day worth it or, you know, Halloween. Does that, does that mean that much to you in your heart that it's worth like backsliding? You know what I'm saying? Yes. So yeah, but a lot of times it's just because it's sitting there, the candy's sitting there. And then we think it's funny to post on Facebook or Instagram you know, one piece turns into 20. Like we, we somehow think that's funny to say, um, but it wasn't worth it. Was it really worth it? So I just like to stay away from all that stuff. I, I wanted to get to a point to where I could look at candy and it just didn't affect me. It just, I just didn't want it. And there was a point where I would look at candy and I would just feel like I needed to have it. And I would just want it, and it would call my name. Yep. And uh, I'm I'm not there anymore, thankfully. <laughs> yeah. So we'll just start with like the the most common. Let's just let's just assume you're the person that's you know you're you're on a plan. You're you feel like you're putting in some efforts with your your diet through the week. You're working out, and the weekend comes around. What what do we see most people do? Well. Here's what's funny is you say, what do you see? What do we see most people do? What did we see us do? Because <laughs> well, we yeah. would do that. I, mean, I, don't, I don't want anyone to ever think that we have not gone through this. And I'm only laughing because I know the pattern that we were in for such a long time. And what would usually happen is Friday would come around and we would say, we did so good through the week. We did so good. We hit our workouts. We ate on plan. And then Friday comes around and let's go out to eat. And this was back when I was still yeah. drinking. So we would go to the Mexican restaurant and we would have our chips, our cheese dip. You would get, gosh, whatever it was you were going to get. I always got yep. tacos. And then we would each get a margarita, a pretty good sized margarita. And then, yeah, that would, oh, and then and then we would get our Ben and Jerry's ice cream on the way home. Now, elaborate on that. That was years ago. Yes. You haven't drank in how long? Oh, my gosh. I haven't drank in in over four years. Yeah, so just wanted to notate that. Yes. People be like, oh, she's backsliding. No, no. I did say in the beginning, <laughs> oh, okay. I said back then yes. I was drinking. Gotcha. I said back then I was drinking. That was This was like back when we first met. Yeah. And that's what we would do on a Friday night. And you would think that that would be enough. And we would just get back on track on Saturday. No, 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 no. That's not how that worked. Saturday would come along and... You know, we'd be like, well, we went off the rails yesterday. Might as well eat this tonight and we'll get back on track tomorrow. And then Sundays would just kind of be, hmm, we may stay on track. We may not. But for sure, Monday, we were getting back. And we would. Monday, that whole cycle would start all over again. Do really well Monday through Thursday. We would go out to eat on Friday, eat whatever we wanted on Saturday, Sunday, was a crapshoot and then Monday we were back on track and I don't know about you but I really wasn't liking the way that I was looking and the way that I was feeling back then yeah so that's that's that kind of pattern is all fine and dandy if if you're like wanting to just maintain or you know and, and like she said we the, the pounds will eventually you know you know pile up and sneak up on you but if you got, but me and her both, I think had had goals. You know, mm-hmm. we 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 wanted to do better, but yet. And there for a little while, it was okay because, like you yep. just said, 
we were okay maintaining where we were. So that worked for us. We had expectations, you know, that's, that's what we got to, you got to kind of figure out is what do you, what are you trying to accomplish? You know, what are right. your goals? And yeah. I do remember us having those conversations where you were like, look, I'm not trying to get shredded right now. Like I'm not trying to do that. And I know my body and I know that I'm liking where I am right now. But then it got to a point. It's, it's like what I say about anything. It works until it doesn't. Yeah. So you can literally, I, I always tell people, imagine like a bucket of water, um, like a five gallon bucket. And that, that bucket is your, like your, your body fat. Imagine that bucket filled up with water. And through the week, you're taking like, like, like scoops of water out of that bucket. And about the time, you know, let's just say you've been doing really good, you know, all week, Monday through Friday, and you've about got all that water out of that bucket and you're about to lose that pound of body fat. About the time you get that bucket empty, almost, you're like down to like the last couple of scoops. What do you do? You go, you go, you go eat on the weekends and fill that bucket back up. Yeah. Almost. So you can still see some progress, maybe doing that pattern, but it's going to be so snail pace. You might not even see any progress. Honestly, you may be filling your bucket back up plus some. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how I like to envision it is that's literally what happens. Yeah. I like that. You do so good through the week and, and, you know, in your mind, you're like, surely, surely just a, cu- a, a couple of cheat meals wouldn't totally derail all my hard work. Well, I hate <laughs> to tell you, it can happen. Yeah. It's not like some fairy tale, um, fantasy land, like, oh, surely, surely not. I'm not who, not sure who Shirley is, but Shirley's wrong <laughs> a lot of times. Uh, I don't trust her. It's not the same thing as missing workouts. So you can, you can miss a day of working out you can even miss two days of working out and you'll be okay you really will I'm saying this to myself I'm like I don't know if I'm going to be okay but I know in my heart I'll be okay it's not the same thing with your nutrition you have to be more dialed in to your nutrition you cannot have a day of eating whatever you want you can't have two days of eating whatever you want and expect to get results if you want to get results. Yeah, because I'm not going to get dialed into the exact numbers, but, I, I, you know, I'm a numbers person. So, mm-hmm. like, let's just say um, to lose a pound of body fat, you got to create a 3,500-calorie deficit. And you've done that through the week slowly, every day. You've, you've, you've created that deficit, and you're just about to lose that one pound of body fat. But, like I said a while ago... You go and go to the Mexican restaurant. Literally, look at the look at the calories on some of this stuff. You know, you'd be fascinated. That's why I do my food for thought videos. Yes. By the time you eat your chips, your cheese dip, your main meal, and whatever sugary beverage you want, throw in a margarita, call it 500 calories for that. Then maybe some dessert later, you know, because might as well finish it off with some dessert, some oh ice cream. Gosh. You're talking literally 3,000 plus calories. 3,000 plus. 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 That's just in one meal. the plus. So what did I just say? It takes 3,500 calories of a deficit over the course of a week to lose one pound of body fat, but yet you just went and had 3,000 plus calories in one meal. So you literally, this ain't some made up stuff. And then don't get me started on the alcoholic beverage and what it's done to the inside and as far as what it does to your metabolism, that's a whole different yeah. beast right there. And that's just one meal. So you've already, you've already, 
you've already washed away your 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 deficit you created for the yeah. week. All right, then that's not it's not even including what you're going to do your Saturday, right? Or maybe even Sunday, your mom's cookout. So you could see where it's totally possible to to, to derail all your hard work plus some. So besides just not going, besides falling off the face of the earth and just not going to some of these events, how can someone, what are, what are some things that they can do in order to manage the situation a little bit better? Now, if you are in a position where you really truly don't feel like that you can say no to certain foods or you're just not in a space mentally to where you can handle the comments from other people that's that's a whole different thing it really does take some strengthening from the inside out to be able to handle the things that people say to be able to say no if you are very new on this journey and you just don't feel like that you can handle it don't go nobody there is nothing in the rule book that says that you have to go to every single event and i cannot stress that enough so many times we do things in order to please other people but they came to mine they came to my event so i'm obligated to go to theirs no you're not no tit for tat right no is what you say nope (laughs) nope 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 you are not obligated to do anything and you're not obligated to explain yourself to anyone either Now, maybe later down the road, if you feel like that you want to be like, hey, this is what I had going on, then that's totally up to you. If you feel like that you need to explain in the very beginning, then by all means do that. But I just want you to know that if you're not in the space to be able to say no to food or to other people and your goals and your results are that important to you, you don't have to go. Send a card. There you go. Send a card and just, you know, it's not, they're, they're not living your life. This is your life. You have your life. You have your goals. You have stuff going on. You're not just sitting around waiting for an opportunity to go eat at a wedding or yeah. whatever. And the reactions that other people have to your goals and the results that you want to see, their reaction to you has nothing to do with you at all. It's all about them and how they perceive their own self. So they look at you and you're like, I'm not going to be able to come to this event because I'm doing really, really well right now with my eating and I want to stay on track and I don't feel like that I am in the mental headspace to be able to be around that kind of food. I really hope that you understand I'm not going to be able to attend. If they give you a hard time, that's because you have pretty much held a mirror up And they're like, Mm, oh, crap. (laughs) They're like, well, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't put myself in that position. Better you than me. I Believe me, it has everything to do with them and how they see themselves and how they would do in that situation than it has anything to do with you. Yeah, you start elevating yourself in any area in life. You're going to get some backlash. It's the crab bucket. For some people. You know about the crab bucket, right? I know about it, but tell our... Tell our listeners. I love the crab bucket. So you've got a bucket full of crabs. And when there's a crab that decides, I want to get out of this bucket. I want to get out of this bucket of crabs. And the crab starts to climb out. The other crabs will pull it back down. That 
that crab can't escape as quickly as what the crab wants to escape because the other crabs just want to pull it down. So if you've ever been in a situation where you like to use your words, you want to elevate yourself, you want to eat better, you want to move better, you want to, um, you know, branch out and, and, and create a business or whatever it is that you want to do, the people around you, it's going to make them very uncomfortable it could make them very uncomfortable. So they're going to say things to discourage you. They're going to give you weird looks. They're going to say things like better you than me. I mean, I believe me, I have heard a lot of it. And that's the crab bucket. And you have to decide, am I going to stay in this crab bucket and let these other crabs pull me down? Or am I going to bust out of this bucket of crabs? Yeah, so restaurants... Let's just say you are, you are in a place where you can go to a, a restaurant, or let's just let's just look let's just talk about restaurants. Yeah, for a minute. Just, let's just talk restaurants. Then we'll talk about like different scenarios in a second. But like, what's some what's some guidelines that that I I feel like you can kind of play with to to still enjoy yourself, but not totally just backslide like I was talking about a while ago. Yeah, and I can I can explain I can use Mexican restaurants as mine. I can explain that. My little tactic for that, uh, if you want me to, I can go ahead and explain yeah, that. Yeah, go for um, that. So yeah, Mexican restaurants are pretty pretty risky because a lot of a lot of Mexican restaurants don't list their calories on the menu. You know, um, you you can go to Chili's and Applebee's and they do a pretty good job of having like a special they section got their on the guiltless, menu. Yeah. yeah, like you can play it pretty safe and being that it's a franchise on a large global scale, I would assume that they're held to a pretty to a pretty tight standard as far as accuracy on their their menu. Mm-hmm. Of course, it could be off a little bit. I always, I always allow like a 10% variance, you know, yeah, you can't ever the cook in the kitchen that they might be like, screw it. I'm going to use a big old scoop. I know. So it's, it's human error. It's, it's still risky in general, but I feel like if you're going to go out to eat, you should focus on the restaurants that do list calories and macros or whatever on their menu. So, but Mexican restaurants are super popular. Like a lot of my clients love, that's what they've been doing. For years, you know, the husband and wife, that's just what they do on the weekends with the kids. They'll go, go eat Mexican. Heck, that's what we did when I mean, we first met. It is good. It's mm-hmm. really good. It's really good. So, um, with, without getting in that 3,000 calories, how do you, what do you do? So, like, you can usually get grilled chicken. You can ask the cook or the waiter or the waitress to cook it without oil and butter. Um, my go-to is, like, grilled chicken fajitas. So, like, they'll bring it out. They'll have the, the tortilla wraps. I'll just... Uh, limit limit myself to one tortilla wrap. I'll have I'll get out ten chips from the basket and break them in half to make me make me mentally see twenty. And I'll just choose one of the fats. Like so, I'll, I'll put my grilled chicken and my veggies, like the bell peppers and stuff, on the on the tortilla. And I'll either pick a little bit of sour cream, a little bit of guac, or a little bit of cheese. I'm not going to do all three. Right. So I just make myself a pretty good tortilla uh, wrap, munch on it, and then I'll just finish eating the, the veggies and the meat and just leave all the other sour cream and stuff like that. But still, even that just from off, off my, my numbers, even those efforts, you're still going to be around five or 600 calories just doing that. Yeah. So my strategy is a little different when I go to a Mexican restaurant. Number one, I don't drink anything other than water or I will get a, um, a carbonated water. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, I'll do that. Soda water with lime. That's what I do. I just totally skip the chips. I don't know about y'all, but I want to eat the entire basket. 
So there are times where I've gone, say with Kara, I've gone with you, and I just don't eat the chips. I know that probably sounds crazy to a lot of people, but if I eat one, I'm going to want to eat the entire basket. It is hard because so I just don't eat any, if, especially if they're like busy and they're taking forever to get the food I out. No, I know, I know. And then I will get a smaller dish. So I've never been really a fajita person just because I'm sorry, restaurant tortillas just do not do it for me. I was raised by a grandmother who made tortillas from scratch. So I grew up with actual real flour tortillas where the bubble would come up like she'd be cooking them in the pan and it would start to bubble and I remember she had like these long fingernails and they were blue she had blue fingernails this one day and she would just pop they are good (laughs) she would just pop so that's what I grew up on so when I go to a restaurant I don't care if they say that they're authentic tortillas they're not they are not. Because so, Kara, Kara cooks the same yes. recipe, right? Yep. So, so my grandmother gave the recipe to my stepmom. Um, yes, a Norwegian from North Dakota. She makes tortillas just as good as my Mexican grandmother. God rest her soul. And then Patty taught Kara how to make the tortillas. Because I don't, if it has flour in it like that and it needs to rise, I, I don't cook it. I won't do it. My sister knows how to cook them too. And uh, so Kara, she knows that that's a treat that she can do for me. She can make me homemade tortillas. I love them. I could just sit and just eat those. But anyway, I just don't do the fajitas because the tortillas don't don't cut it for me. I'll do three tacos and it's just beef, cheese and lettuce. Like there's really not much to it. Like the hard shell tacos? Yeah, hard shell. Um, Because I also know from when I would eat tacos at home, I think three well, I know for sure three taco shells is like 150 to 200 calories. They don't really put that much meat in there. And then it's cheese and it's lettuce. And I will just load it up with the salsa. So good. I love that. By the time I'm done and I've already drank a lot of my water, then I I am personally full. So that's what I do when I go to a Mexican restaurant. I love the idea If you're not going to a Mexican restaurant, you're going, say, to a Chili's or an Outback or somewhere like that. What I used to do, and it it worked for me, was I would do like their grilled chicken. And this is before I knew that you could ask them to cook it without oil or butter or anything. Like we were listening to a podcast this week and every single restaurant, like they went and talked to cooks and chefs in the restaurants. And yes, they put butter and oil on everything, like everything, the vegetables, the meat, like you have to specifically ask, I want this cooked without oil, without butter. So that's something I'm going to start doing now, but I didn't know you could do that before. But I remember I would get the grilled chicken, I would get steamed broccoli, and I could tell that the steamed broccoli, now I could tell that it was actually steamed, like you can tell if there's butter or oil or whatever on it. And Yes, I would do a baked potato. Y'all, there's nothing wrong with baked potatoes. Now, if you're going to pile on sour cream and butter and cheese and all that kind of stuff, then you're going to create a problem for yourself. But just a baked potato, like I would cut it in half because usually they are very large. Cut it in half, eat that, um, would eat the vegetables first, eat my grilled chicken, then eat the potato, the water, good to go. I would even, this was at a particular restaurant that, that I had gone to 
And I went, when I say regularly, I mean like once every other week or something like that. Um, it was like a Texas Roadhouse type of place. Yes, where they had the little yeast rolls. And I would, I would have a roll. I would have that. I would have a salad. I would do a Caesar salad with dressing on the side. Don't be afraid to ask for these special things. Uh, dressing on the side. And then my favorite tip when it comes to the dressing on the side is dip your fork and then stab your lettuce. Instead of taking your lettuce and putting it in the dressing on the side, you won't use as much. Really, all you just need is the is the taste. So that's how you can, you know, sidestep some of those types of places where you get bread, you get salad. We're not saying don't eat anything. But just use a little bit of, do I really need this? Yeah. Do I really want it? Sort of mentality. Yeah, any, any extra efforts is going to be better than what you normally would have done. Yes. So like if you're normally going to these restaurants and you would normally have all this and all that, if you just go and have half that amount. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like You don't yeah. have to eat it all. A lot of times we think that because it's on our plate and because we've paid for it, that we have to eat it right then or that we have to eat it at all. So take half of it right off the bat. Just go ahead and ask for a to-go box. If you want to do that. Is that so I can eat it like later when I get home and watch Netflix that night? (laughs) That's so you can eat it the next day (laughs) or give it to someone or whatever your strategy is going to be. But the other option is just don't eat it. And people be like, oh, well, that's wasteful. That's wasteful. Well, it's either going to go to waste in the garbage can or it's going to go to waste in your body. It's not just going to be useful all of a sudden. Yeah. It's seriously either going to go to waste in the trash can or it's going to go to waste in your body. Yep. And I'd rather it go to waste in the trash can than in my body. For real. What other restaurant techniques do I have? Other than the Mexican restaurant, um, you know, when, when, when I am like on that stage of my life where I am utilizing like restaurants right now, I'm currently not, but like Chick-fil-A, Chipotle, if I was on the road doing a lot of traveling, you can, they have really good apps. Like Chipotle has a online nutrition calculator that's yeah. so interactive. Like made you a video with that one time. Yeah, it's just go to like Chipotle nutrition calculator website and you can literally like choose your burrito bowl and then it asks you to choose your meat. And as you choose whatever meat you want, it updates the calories live right in front of you in the protein and the carbs and all that. So like you add anything that I can try yeah, add and take away. So I can, if I just want to check myself and be like, you know what? I'm, I want a big Chipotle bowl for lunch, lettuce bowl. So I'll, you know, I'll put steak uh, or double chicken and then I'll do lettuce, uh, fajita veggies uh, and pick one fat. Like don't do guacamole, cheese and sour cream. I'll just do one and no rice. And that bowl will be, be a lot. It's heavy. Like when they hand me the bag, it's, I feel like it's got a brick in it and it'll be around 500 calories, you know, and like 45, 50 grams of protein in that meal. And it's really, really cool how you were able to, you know, I'm able to kind of play it safe and know exactly about what, what calories I'm getting in. And same thing with Chick-fil-A. They have a really cool app. Um, and you know, I love their cool. Yeah. The cool wrap. And you can do grilled nuggets there. Yeah. 
I don't do dressing on my wrap. You think I'm crazy. I just ask for salt packets. Give me salt and I'm good to go. I don't need the dressing. I'm just, I'm just like that. I had someone ask me the other day, they're like, I know you love the cool wraps. I know you love the grilled chicken. What, what other options if they're out and about fast food and they just need something quick, something that I used to do. This was back in my college days and I, I did have a significant weight loss back in college. I was getting ready for my wedding. I remember, oh my gosh, going and trying on wedding dresses. And I just, I was like, who is that person in the mirror? <laughs> and I had put on a significant amount of weight and I just did not like what I saw that first day that I tried on wedding dresses. And I was like, all right, I got four months. I got four months to, to make a drastic change. Well, for me, it was going to be drastic because I never lost really any kind of weight before. And, uh, but I really wanted to. So I just started tracking food and I was on the go a lot. This was back. Let's see. I was in my, uh, third, was it my, I think it was my third year in college. And so I was doing classes. I had clinical assignments and then I would go home. And I mean, my days were just packed. So I would run first thing in the morning. I'd go to my eight o'clock class. I would go to my clinical, which could be at any high school, college, or a physical therapy clinic. And then um, I, w- I, w- I would need to eat dinner. I would need to eat something. And one of the things that I did was I would go to Subway and I would just do a six inch sub and I would do double the meat. And I'm not someone that needs a bunch of stuff on my sandwiches. Um, I kind of wish when I go to Subway that I was someone that liked oh, a lot it, of the... Oh. I make it hard for them to, to wrap it. Oh, my gosh. It's I so, wish that so I liked packed. the vegetables more, but I, I really... Uh, I just wish that I liked vegetables more <laughs> on my sandwiches. Like I love like the lettuce and the bell peppers and yeah. pile on the olives and the tomato. Yeah, no. Like... Mm. Um, no, you know, salt and pepper. No, I mean, just make it big. But what I would do is I would do the six inch sub and then I would do the baked chips. And that worked for me, y'all that worked. And then later in life, when I was, um, you know, just needing to eat healthier and, and make better choices. It was when I worked at the tax office and there was a Publix right there and I would go over to Publix and I would get half a sub again, doing the double meat, ask for double meat. And I don't need all the vegetables, <laughs> but I would still do chips. I would do baked chips or, you know, something along those lines. I was telling the person I was talking to the other day, I was like, we didn't have Quest chips back then. Geez, if we had Quest chips back then, y'all don't realize how blessed we are to live in the time that we live in with so many options. Back when I was in my early 20s, in my 30s, there was no such thing as Quest chips. And mm. I'm just a little bitter about that, but very grateful that I live in the time that we live in now. Yes. Yeah, so as far as dining restaurants, I recommend choosing restaurants that, that list the calories. That's already going to just set yourself up for so much more success. And there's a lot. Like, yeah. I mean, it's not like, oh, it depends on where you live. No, they're everywhere. Like Longhorns, Applebee's, Chili's. Mm-hmm. And just... If that's something you know you're going to, plan it. You know you know what happens when you don't plan. Planning is such an important piece of everything to keep you on track. If you and your significant other is like tossing around the idea of going out to eat and you're texting, like, what do you want to do tonight for dinner? And y'all say, let's go to Chili's. Go ahead and pull up the website. Look at the menu. 
And, you know, if, if you're working with a, a coach or you've, you know, got your macros figured out, you should, you should know about how many calories you, you should be able to get that night for dinner. Yeah, so you wouldn't just go and buy a car willy nilly yeah, without so. knowing how much you can afford, how much you can spend other money you've got coming in, whatever it is you need to do to budget for a car. You wouldn't just go buy a house. You wouldn't just go do that. Like you've got to plan ahead for these things and your food budget is no different. Your nutrition is no different. You just can't go into it blind and expect to get the results that you want to see. It does take some planning. So yeah, planning, uh, you know, like I said, if you go to the Mexican restaurants, most of them don't have the calories listed and just do some of the, 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 the hacks that me and her spoke about a yeah. while ago. Grilled things, ask for it without oil and butter. Use his yeah. chip trick. Chip trick. Don't eat them at all. Whatever yeah. it is. And it, and it is going to take some trial and error. Like we've got two totally different strategies when we go to the same restaurant, but it took some trial and error. He knows that he wants to have some chips. So he's figured out a way that he can have some chips. I want all the chips. So would I rather have zero or all the chips? I would rather have zero at this point. So just be gentle with yourself. Let yourself have some trial and error. It's going to be fine. Everything's going to be okay. And to me, these, these are like more realistic strategies. Now I will flip the coin and talk about some more extreme and hey, if this is where you're at, then I, I don't, I'm not going to judge you. And I may get to that point, but some of the more extreme strategies would be like, I have clients that bring, that carry their own wraps oh, I to had, restaurants. I had a lady that did that. She's like, do you think it would be okay if I brought my own low carb tortillas? I'm like, do it. <laughs> and to me, that's, there's a lot of, um, is the word empowerment in that mm-hmm. because you're still, you're still showing, Hey, I'm in control. Yeah. You know, that's to me, that's huge mentally and physically and then i've had clients you know bring their own meat you, you know you've heard of people doing that mm-hmm. bring their own meat to restaurants um and i'm working my mentor my coach that i'm working with he brings his own food scale to restaurants yeah that's intense. i mean he's got he's got a book bag that's got his laptop in there and all of his stuff and emergency kit he's just got it he just takes that everywhere he goes it's like his man his man purse yeah <laughs> and uh inside that that book bag is a small digital food scale and he'll just order hey grilled chicken or wing ground beef not cooked in oil or butter he'll order a, a, a vegetable source you know a good carb whether it's rice or potato and he'll just go ahead and take it from their their plate and put it on his digital food scale that way he knows he's getting in his calorie range and then he makes his plate and then gives the rest back quickly he's yeah. he gets the waiter or waitress to go ahead and take it I'm telling you, when it comes to this stuff, you just got to do what you got to do in order yeah. to get through. And it's okay. You may get a couple of stares and you may get a couple of comments, but in the grand scheme of things, it really doesn't matter. Yep. And then, um, let's see, I think that's about the only, that's the only extreme things I can think of as far as the sit-down restaurants. Yeah, that's pretty extreme. The drive through type stuff. But yeah, there is a way. And like we talked about in the very beginning of this episode, you just got to make up your mind, you know, what's important to you and set, set some boundaries, you know, like you, you can't just, just go willy nilly every weekend, going to everything, expecting it to work out. Like you got to set some hard boundaries and say, look, there's a lot of things coming up, holidays, birthday parties. Um, 
and ask yourself, is it, is that event mean, mean enough to you to totally derail your progress? If it's not, then, then don't go. Yeah. Like, are you going for the food or are you going to celebrate your family member's birthday? Like ask yourself that, am I going for the food or am I going to celebrate this union of marriage? I'm going because I would feel guilty if I don't go and I feel obligated to go because they came to mind. That's, that's, that's what happens a lot in my life. Yeah. So well, I'm not really going because it's their birthday. I'm not really going because of the food. I'm just going because I feel pressure. Okay. So here we go. So when you go, why do you feel like you have to eat then? Right. So that's what I'm saying. So you have to decide, yep. you know, if, if you're going to, if you're going to let the guilt get to you to where you go, then you're going to have to eat before you go. Yep. You're going to have to say no when you get there, or you're going to have to alter your expectations of your own results and go eat and just know that you've either halted or you yeah. set yourself back expectations and your actions. Like you, you've, you've really just got to be realistic with yourself. I'm yeah. working with and, a client right now who, right. you know, was like, well, I can't do this and I can't do that. I'm like, okay, then you need to alter your expectations. Then we right. need to, we need, just need to, to pull that back a little bit until you are ready. It's like a, a, a person that's a, just a social butterfly. Like, that person just thrives off of friends and, and talking. You can just hang out for hours long into the night. Yeah, I don't, but I that same person, that. <laughs> that same person also has these massive fitness and health goals. They want to knock off that 10 pounds of body fat that, you know, that's keeping them from really feeling confident in their, their clothes or bikini. They want to, you know, be healthy because they are getting on up in age uh, they've got some blood work done recently and the doctor's like, Hey, your cholesterol is a little high. You know, you may want to watch some stuff, tweak some stuff. You know, they're not terrible. So you're right. How how can a person, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't continue being that social person going out to eat three and four days a week, but have all these goals. Like you gotta, you gotta set some boundaries and realistic expectations. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, all right, so we got the restaurants knocked out. What about what about other things? Like you got summertime coming up, you got cookouts. Yeah. You know, how do you handle that? Whether so you're let's say you are gonna go to this cookout. Like that is important yeah, to you it's to on go the lake. to. It's you, on the lake. Yeah. You want to go. You're going. I just touched on one thing that I will typically do before I go a baby shower is a perfect example because a lot of times there's just a lot of finger foods and I I'm at a stage right now where I'm I'm eating six meals a day. So what I will do, I'm I'm not gonna go in there and just snack. I'm not. And I'm also in a, a place where I'm okay saying no thank you. So I will eat beforehand. I'll go ahead and just eat, especially if I know that it's, you know, finger food type things and and not everyone's gonna be sitting down to actually eat. I'll go ahead and eat my meal beforehand and then I'll eat afterwards. So that's something that I do, you can always bring a dish to where you know that there's going to be something, you know, bring a vegetable, a raw vegetable plate um, to share for for everyone to have. If you're doing a low carb thing, bring a low carb dish. There was something uh, that I had, gosh, this was years ago, and we had a cookout at my house, and there was a lady who had 
a special dietary restriction. And she asked me ahead of time, would it be okay if she brought, because I wasn't going to have chicken. I wasn't going to. It was seriously going to be burgers and hot dogs. And she did not want me to go out of my way to go buy, you know, chicken just for her. She asked me ahead of time, would it be okay if I brought my own chicken and it got thrown on the grill with everything else? I was like, absolutely. That is no problem. Now, I would clear it with someone ahead of time. I would do that. I I think I might have been a little put off if she had just shown up with her chicken and said, hey, will you cook my food? Um, I personally would have been a little put off by that. So I appreciated her asking me ahead of time. And I had no problem doing that for her. So that's, I think, a great thing. Liquid calories. We talked about that a little bit in the restaurant section. But liquid calories, y'all, it's just not worth it. No, there's so many other, to me, other options that, that tastes good other than just water. Like you got, you go buy your own pack of carbonated water or drinks to carry to the party. We love our Sprite uh, Zero and, yeah, man. And, and, and Diet Ginger Ale. Like, like we love that stuff. In fact, this is one of the things that, that we've done. We have brought our own diet soda to events and nobody has minded at least to our face. Yeah. So like me, um, I have a little bit different strategy. So like if, if I've been doing good and I've got some hard, you know, boundaries and I, I know that I'm, I've got a cookout, I'm going to say my mom's house. Um, I'll still get up, eat my normal breakfast, you know, probably do my morning cardio. And then let's just say, I do want to go have a little bit of food. So I've just been tracking so long. I know about how many calories are in things. So I'll, I'll try to keep it around the 500 ish 600 calorie mark so that might allow me to have one hamburger patty with maybe maybe even the bun just don't go crazy on the mayonnaise and then just a small amount of chips um and that's gonna be about it and then if there's like as if there's a fruit bowl maybe some some fruit like grapes and some mm-hmm. pineapple for like as my dessert yeah and a lot of times i will say no to dessert, no to dessert you know that the cake because mm-hmm. i'm like okay i had i came to the the cookout or the whatever i had me a burger which is kind of not the norm and it was delicious had me some fruit some pineapple and i'm good you know uh yeah. that's that's where i draw the line like i was still able to kind of mingle and hang out and have my burger and ch- you know a handful of chips and i call it good um you don't have to have it all. A lot of times no. we'll see this huge spread and we think that we've got to take one of everything. And sometimes there, there could be three different potato salads sitting out there and you feel like that you're obligated to eat all three potatoes. No, you are not obligated to eat. All. I'm going to give you permission right here that says you are not obligated to eat all three potato salads. So just get a little bit of the things that you truly want. I promise you, nobody is going around looking at your plate. Now, you may come from one of those families who someone says, now, you didn't get any of Aunt Sally's potato salad. Mm -hmm. You may be from one of those families. I am not. Um, But if I were, I would probably just say, I'm good, but thank you. Oh, my my family's always trying to send me home with left like the leftovers. Make sure you get you a to go plate and take some home. We can't eat all that food. That's what they'll say. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Take it home with you. I'm like, no, I'm not taking that no. pie home or that half a pie. Mm-mm. 
Because I know that if it's, and that's the biggest thing for me is, yeah, I'm human. I mean, I try to keep things out of my house and, you know, stuff that I'm, I might give into. So I definitely wouldn't take it home with me. No. Um, so cookouts, yeah. So picked up on some different strategies there. Uh, Allie's got her approach, eat before you go. And I've done that before too. Um, depends on what, what stage I'm in in my, in my goals um let's see traveling so a lot of a lot of you guys are going to be traveling this summer um so i've done a lot of the traveling while i've been on some sort of plan and if anything i just don't like to spend the money that's what it was for me when i would travel with the kids i just didn't want to spend the money on a bunch of fast food so this was before oh my gosh bento box type things you know came out and meal prepping and that type of thing I was just trying to save some money y'all I was just trying to save some money so my mom lives down in Jacksonville and we would take regular trips down there me and the kids have been road trip buddies since they were little little it would just be me and the two of them and I would plan ahead and I would get some really weird looks, y'all, because I, I was someone who, who would bring my own food into my mom's house. And she would be like, why did you bring, I don't want you going and doing grocery shopping for me. Like, I don't want you doing that. And uh, I would make sandwiches for the kids, like the type of, I, I always made their lunches when they were growing up and going to school. So it was, you know, they would have their sandwich. They would have a fruit they would have a few chips. They would have us what we called a sweet snack. Like all these things were like, you know, pre-portioned out. And it just saved us money. It saved us time on the road. And ultimately, it 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 saved us a lot of calories looking back on it. That wasn't the point every single time, but it definitely worked. It worked for us in those situations. So I do that for myself now. I just plan ahead and I pack as much food as possible, uh, whether I'm going on a plane or in the car or whatever kind of trip I'm going on, I'm going to make sure that I'm, I'm set up for success. Yeah. So a couple of different strategies on my end with that is a lot of times when I sit in a car all day, it just, just don't feel good because it's not my norm. No, you know? now I will say, depending on how early um, we leave. I'll go ahead and get my workout in. Like, yeah. But even then, you know, you go go on an eight hour road trip. It just makes you feel lethargic. Yeah. You just feel, you know, blah. You feel blah. So one thing I need to start doing better is, uh, which I know you'll, you'll tie into this is, you know, every, every couple of hours, find a parking lot somewhere and just get out and walk, like mm-hmm. get some it's blood, smooth. blood flowing. Like I might even like go for like a, like a 10 minute walk or do some intervals, you know, just to get some blood flowing, get some endorphins flowing saying, Hey, I'm, I'm, st- I'm still in this, even though my yeah. body's just kind of sitting here and I'm, everything's kind of wanting to shut down. Cause when you don't feel good, your body's just been sitting there and you're not in your normal groove. Yeah. I could see where mentally and physically you want to just, if you feel like garbage, you're going to want to eat garbage. You know, you're like, nothing feels right. So why, why would you want to, why would you want to make a smarter food choice if you don't feel good? So to kind of keep your body in the in the groove, you know, show it, show it. Hey, I'm, you're still here. I'm still in my, you know, I'm still doing this. You know, get yeah. out every few hours and get some blood flowing. So that'll help. And I know you've 
you've stopped well, at rest stops before. Yes. Now, when I was just running, walking, just doing the cardio type of thing, I, I didn't do this. It wasn't until I started CrossFit and I could see how easy it was to just get in quick little workouts and that I didn't have to do things for 30 and 40 and, you know, minutes and an, and an hour and all that stuff to get any kind of blood flow going and, and any kind of benefits. I, I learned how to do these, these quick interval type workouts, uh, circuit type training. So yeah, I was the person with a kettlebell and my jump rope. And I was the person in the rest area who was doing box jumps on picnic benches. <laughs> I was doing burpees. I was doing kettlebell swings. I was doing my double unders. And the kids would be right there in the car right beside me. And they would just know that I was just going to get in a quick 15-minute workout and then we'd be back on the road and, and we would stop again a few hours down the road. That's just what I did. And it yeah. worked. And then you got to think about the food choices you make on the way. Like, yes, I'm, I, I agree you should pack some foods, but what I have found in the past is... Oh, you've taught me so much here. Naturally, when you pack stuff, okay, this is where you can you can mess yourself up, though. I have... You automatically might want to think about stuff like stuff that's easy to eat in a car. All right. Trail mix. Nuts. It can be dangerous. Mm-hmm. Because me, if I sit there with a bag of trail mix or nuts between my legs as I'm driving, I'm going to eat the whole freaking bag. <laughs> All right. Any kind of nuts is going to have like just one handful is like 300 calories. I know. It's just best so to stay away from just, those. Yes, pack. But dude, I tell people fruit, 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 fruit. Like you can eat. Uh, a lot of fruit and get a lot of volume, but not be too many calories. You know, apples. Yeah, I've never seen or heard of anyone who says I put <laughs> on all of this weight because I ate too many apples. No, or I ate too no, many bananas. No. Find me someone whose weight gain is because they ate too much pineapple. 80%, find, find me someone. Go 80, ahead. 80% of the wait. population um, is obese, not because of fruit. No, they're not. They're not. Um, Here's where I get myself into trouble when I'm doing all this prepping for road trips. It's the road trip back. That's where I get myself in trouble. When I'm going, I am gung-ho. I am, you know, getting everything prepared and everything ready. But then when I'm, say, at my mom's house or we're at the hotel, I don't have the same things that I had at home to prep that food. So coming back always bites me in the butt. And then restaurants uh, on the way, you know, like think think about like, you know, same thing. You don't even have to stop at restaurants. Like pack your stuff and then stop at like gas stations. And just because you you, you stop a at a gas station a doesn't gas mean station. you have to get the taquitos or no. whatever. Man, you, I'm actually impressed at some they of the selection eggs. of at gas stations now. You know, you got fruit, you got the hard boiled eggs, you got um, pickles, the pickles. We you saw got, the little grilled chickens. Um, Remember that? Yeah. We saw the little grilled chickens. Protein bars. There's all kind of options at, at restaurants. There's always a grocery store, too. Seek out the grocery stores. One of my favorite things to recommend, one of my favorite things to do is going. We've, we've got Publix this year. And I'll go into Publix, and I know exactly where I'm going. I'll go straight to the deli. They've got the boar's head 
deli meats already. Like I just have to grab it and I'll do the um, oven roasted turkey and I will do some plain rice cakes. You can do whatever you quest chips, whatever you want to do, but there's your protein source right there. And when you plug that in to see how many calories are in that package, I mean, yes, I eat the entire thing. I eat the entire thing. Protein packed, low calorie. If there's any fat at all, it's probably like one gram. So don't count out grocery stores. Just walk your happy self into a grocery store and get the things that you need to get. You can get your fruit in there. You can make that. We've done that before when we're on our way down to Florida. We'll just stop at Publix and that will be our stop. Yeah. But yeah, gas stations have a lot of stuff too. Yep. And then uh, when you get to your destination, uh, hotel, like she said, there's there's usually a Walmart that you can go to. You can even plug in a grocery delivery. We've done that before. Um, I mean, have them, your vacation, you know, so make it easy, you know, have, them, what have I, them deliver the groceries to your, your hotel. Yeah. And then what I tell people when you're there, you know, like you just said, you are on vacation. So instead of, though, being in vacation eating mode, the entire time you're there, eat breakfast, eat lunch there in the hotel room. And then when you go out to dinner, just just really ask yourself what it is that you really want. And there's times where what we really want is, you know, the fried fish and French fries. Yeah, and bank I those it. calories. And I'm happy with that but every single night sometimes we've done it where it's every single night and other times i'm like you know what i kind of just want a salad and some grilled chicken tonight and just ask yourself what is it that you really want so instead of getting up and eating the breakfast buffet that's either at your hotel or down the road and then instead of eating you know pizza for lunch and then then your dinner and dessert just kind of snack through the day so like i'll Get up and eat, um, you know, just have like a protein shake. And then for lunch, have like a, just something simple. We make sure we have Spartan and, bars in yeah, every hotel that we're bank, at. Bank those calories. Like save yourself. You know, if you know you're on vacation and you're going to probably go out to eat that night to a, a you know restaurant, seafood restaurant, then try to just snack through the day and, and save up, you know, I don't know, 12, 1500 calories just for dinner. Yeah. So there's definitely some there's ways around techniques. Things. To where you can still feel like, if that's important to you, that you can still be in vacation eating mode without totally derailing all of the work that you've put in for all of these months. And all these strategies that we've just discussed can be applied to many different people in different stages of their journey. So a person that's just starting off is so fresh and has a lot of weight to lose may not need to be as strict they can just literally like i've talked to you about before just change their their beverage up to get the ball rolling but to to tie on what you just said earlier it's got to match your expectations if you are that person that's been at it for a while and you do have some goals and desires to to level up in some areas then your 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 habits and your choices are going to have to level up and you're going to have to set some set some good fine lines in the sand one of my favorite quotes is eat for the body you want, not for the body you have. So what is the body that you want? Do you just want to knock off a few pounds? Then 
eat for that? Do you really want to get to a point to where you are summer shredded? Then eat for that body. Just be honest with yourself. Ask yourself, what kind of body do I want? And then start matching the actions that align with that goal. And you're going to be fine. But if you're not going to match it, then you need to let it go. You need to yes. release it because the, the the mental tug of war that you're going to put on yourself is going to wear you down. Yeah, it'll stress you out more than anything. And then you'll end up putting on more weight. Beating yourself up, you know, and you have this vision in your mind that you're chasing this 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 goal, you know, to look and feel a certain way, but you just you just your habits are just not ever gonna line up. Then let it freaking go. Like it's just not it's just not where you are right now. You got some other well, because you're you probably making on. the people around you miserable too, because you're complaining. Yes, you're complaining that you're not getting the results that you want. Well, you're not doing the things that you need to do in order to get the results that you want. So again, be honest with yourself. Have your actions match up with your goals, whether that's this or that, and roll with it. Yep. So, like I've talked about before, if you have sports car like performance goals, then you got to have sports car like performance habits. Exactly. It's got to match up. Exactly. Anything else you want to add to this episode, no, Allie? I think I love that. I love all of this that we talked about. These are brought back some, some memories that I had forgotten about. And you really just see how far you've come. I see how far I've come when I have these conversations with you. Um, it's 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 been quite the journey and i've learned a lot along the way and i'm grateful for it yeah same Thank here you. same here and i'll say this you know it's it's all about the tools you know like and whether you're plugged in with an online coach or you find a local nutrition shop whether you um get plugged in at a gym somewhere whether you get whatever whatever it is just grab a grab a tool and get to work and if that tool's not working pick a different tool yeah so uh Hopefully, in the near future, you're going to start seeing our faces because we're in the process of getting the studio set up with cameras. I know. Like, not just cheap cameras, but like movie quality cameras. I know. So, we're working hard at that. I thought this episode was going to be filmed, but we're not quite there yet. Um, So, hopefully, within the next few episodes, you're going to have, um, you're going to be able to see us and hear us on all your platforms, uh, YouTube, Spotify, Apple. Uh, all that good stuff. So got that to look forward to. And I always uh, say this, but appreciate y'all tuning in. And if you find value out of the show, we're, we're trying to get our reviews up, you know, like it, share it, drop a comment on your, your platform that you're listening to us on. That sounds good. Thank you. All right. We'll catch y'all next time. Bye-bye. See you. Thank you for listening to another episode. If you receive any value from the show, please share, subscribe, and give us a rating. 